I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Butter Those, the show that explores the artist sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Hope you all enjoyed your 4th of July holiday. Shout out some fireworks. Um, enjoyed some barbecue. I know I did. We had a, uh, what do you call it? Um, we call it the moon bounce here in D.C., but, you know, the little fun house, the little inflatable fun house things, the bouncy house. For the kids, you know, we had water gun fights. We had all sorts of stuff going on, man. It's been a relaxing weekend, and I am enjoying my vacation, which I am still on. But I got to have a show for you guys today, so we're going to do it. So, again, I'm digging into crates, okay? A little later, you're going to hear from my guy Joshua Zabinden, who is a massive sneaker collector and an educator. I spoke with him a while back, and to be honest, I was just thoroughly impressed with this guy, man. I... I really enjoy talking to him because he just speaks about it from the aspect of just pure love, honestly, just from the viewpoint of love. And that right now is what we need in sneaker culture. Um, He deals with young people all day. We talk about it all. We're going to get into that in a moment. Okay, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that interview in a moment. Just keep it locked for that. Before we get started, though, I want to give you guys a sneak preview of what I'll be talking about next week because I'm back for sure next week in fact i'm recording this show the show for next week in a couple of days so i'm going to give you guys a tease of what i'm talking about and something very interesting going on in sneaker culture the market is starting to crash now there's a lot of cool youtubers that have covered this in depth and numbers and all that i want to try to do the same 
next week. I'm actually working on a guest that could come on and kind of break this down. But if not, I'm prepared to talk about it myself. So I'm giving you just a little bit of my thoughts on this one because I think it's really intriguing. And I think there's many reasons as to why the sneaker market is starting to dip or crash. Now, what do I mean by crash? I don't mean that sneakers aren't selling. They aren't selling out of stores or that people aren't interested in sneakers anymore. We're talking about the resale market, which is something that we talk about often on this show. The resale market has come up so many times on the show. We've had resellers on the show. We've had people talking about NFTs. We've had journalists that cover uh, sneakers talk about the resale market And the one thing we've mentioned often is a bubble. Now, many people that have come on this show have denied the idea of a sneaker bubble bursting. I have always kind of thought that it was inevitable because all bubbles burst. But there's more than just, you know, the bubble bursting and, you know, there's more to it than that. To me, I think That sneakers and why I love sneakers and why I love art and why I love fashion and why I love hip hop is because the audience, the consumer of it will always reverse the trend. It is underground by nature. Being a sneakerhead is rebellious by nature. It is not corporate. It was never meant to be. From the ball players that wore the dope, the dope sneakers to the to the <laughs> the guy on the street that wore the dope sneaker to the skateboarder that wore the dope sneaker, it was to be rebellious. It was to be different. It was to stand out. It was never to be part of a trend. When MJ started wearing that Jordan One, it was to be different. When Penny whipped out that phone posit, it was to be different. When Yeezy created his sneaker, it was to be different. And when everyone starts doing a thing and then demanding a certain price and only speaking about that thing from a corporate with a corporate language, resale markets, I even got tired of talking about it. Y'all, I'm being honest with you. I got tired of talking about it on this podcast. Haven't y'all noticed? I've been trying to have people on to just celebrate sneaker culture as opposed to just talking about what's wrong with sneaker culture and how we can make money on sneaker culture and how the the market works and this, that, and other. It's boring to talk about. That's just one aspect of it. Sneakers have gotten boring. It's boring. No one wants to talk about how much something costs and how much I could potentially sell it for and how I can get my hands on it. If I get this website or if I get this software, I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. Big shout outs to everybody that carry it like that. Big shout outs to you if that's what your content is or that's what you're interested in. But it's no mistake. It's not a mistake to me that this thing is starting to cleanse itself. People still buying sneakers. How are they buying them now, though? They're not trying to deal with those resale markets or those resale websites. They thrifting now. People trading amongst themselves, figuring out going to other brands, figuring out how they can get their hands on things so they can still be fresh and feel good. So they can be part of this subculture, which it has always been. So they could be hip hop. So they could be part of the snake, the skate culture. So they can stand out. So they could be different. It can't all be off white and Travis Scott and hype, 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 hype. It can't. It will never work like that. It will never sustain itself. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I know this 
for a for sure fact. Because it's happened before with other things. When hip hop gets way too commercial and way too glitzy and, you know, shiny suit, a 50 cent comes around, a DMX comes around. They blow a hole through that thing. When rock and roll gets a little too hair bandy and a little too, you know, clean and pristine, a Metallica comes around and blows a hole in that thing. When fashion gets a little too glitzy and glammy, somebody comes around and brings it back down to what it's supposed to be. It always happens. That's what's happening right now. That's one of the reasons why the sneaker market is starting to crash and why resellers are struggling a bit right now. And again, I don't want anybody to lose money. I've had resellers on this show that I really like. And I'm, you know, I, I, they're going to be part of the game. The resellers will always be here now. I'm not saying that. And nor do I wish them gone. But man, we was getting a little nuts out here, man. It was difficult to buy anything. People are congratulating people for being able to buy something. I'm seeing people online going, congratulations, man. You had an opportunity to buy this thing at $250. No, mm -mm. no, it's never supposed to be like that. It ain't a contest. I'm not supposed to enter a contest every time I want to buy a pair of sneakers. All right. So we're going to talk about this next week. It's going to be my topic for next week's show. I'm giving it away now. We're going to talk about why the sneaker market is crashing. I'm going to try to get a guest or two on this one. If I cannot, I'm rolling solo dolo. No big deal. All right. But I'm not rolling solo this week. My man Josh is in the building. He is going to shed some much needed joy and light on sneaker culture. This is a guy I had a great time talking to, and I cannot wait to share this episode. So without further ado, let's get to Josh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brother, thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to talk to you, man. You, your, your, your story is so interesting. First and foremost, um, you are an educator, correct? Yes, that's right. That's right. So, you know, <laughs> it, that's, that's really what this show is about, right? Like, people that come from all walks of life, this one thing really connects us, which is like, the love for sneaker culture. So sure. before we really get into it, sure. how does, how, where does your love for sneaker culture come from? Uh, it's a, a super deep question. Uh, a lot of it comes from, I think growing up, I grew up in the best time. I mean, we all have like that nineties nostalgia right now, you know, it's coming back the colors, the look, the style, but like some of us, we were there. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and I was growing up at a time when you have Jordan, you know, sinking, game winners and i'm also at the time where like hip-hop is starting to branch out and become something more than this underground culture Mm -hmm. at the same time like like nike reebok all that athletic wear became the style yes of what we were wearing and not just like ooh, that was something you would see over in the gym so all of it just sort of caught on but that's what got me into sneaker stuff when i was younger what gets me there now or keeps me there is that personal story that each and every single pair tells yeah yeah. And I have pairs from being a kid that mean like, ooh, you're coming up now. This is going to be the sneaker that you're going to ride all the way to the top. And now I've got the adult sneaker of I've made it. This is yeah. my king pair, you know? Yeah. Uh, so something about the nostalgia, but now the ability to tell my story and empower and move it, mm-hmm. all of that, all of that sneakers. It's so dope. And speaking of sneaker yeah. story, so I was, you know, I saw an interview. And it's the best part. That. Yeah. And yeah. what we were saying, like, you connect with somebody over something really silly sometimes with a sneaker, mm-hmm. yes. just a feeling or a moment or something you had. And it transcends all this other stuff that sits out there. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, Oh, you got that same love for fire reds that I do. Yeah. Like that, yeah. That's family. Yeah. Listen, so, yeah. I, I connected with you over a sneaker, a story you told about this one. Okay. <laughs> yes. I pulled it out because you told this true blue story. Oh, yes, sir. Let's do it. Look, look, cheers. Bang. Yeah. Damn, you got it. <laughs> I love it. Listen, man, tell me, you told such a great story about this true blue Jordan 3. Please tell me, tell the people the story about the true blue. Your love yeah, sure thing. Um, my favorite sneaker. This, well, the sneaker that means the most to me, and it comes in a two pair, and I'll show you the other one, but the true blue 3. 
in 88, I am just now starting to get into basketball. My friends are starting to play. I'm playing, but you know, I, I don't have any kicks. I'm not really good. I was kind of looking for that a little bit of, you know, like something just to bring me up to that level. And then you turn on TV and you see Mike playing in the shoes and you're like, that's it. If I get these, I'm there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm there. You know, and I had that feeling in my head, like 13 years old, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to have some mics on my feet. And everyone's going to be like, oh, you know, I could see it in my head, me like flying through the air. Like, yeah. It was all there, man. It was all there. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't have the money for shoes. You know, and it's one of those stories where there was a bunch of kids and mom and dad were just trying to do their best. And I beg, oh, please give me some shoes. And my mom comes home with a pair of British Knights. Now, in sneaker culture, I know now would that mean something yeah yeah but at the time i didn't know nothing i'm 13 years old man you barely know anything except i need what mike's got on his feet mm -hmm. and if you know your sneaker history those bk metros mm -hmm. sort of look like these they do they have like a print yeah. around the back and the front they have this little thing that comes up on the side mm -hmm. and bless her heart my mom i think she was trying to do right yeah I yeah. think she was trying to do right. So she brings me those shoes. I go to school the first day. I try to play on the court. And yeah, it was like one of those early versions of what are those? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Like, oh, my dreams are flying through the air. And now everyone's like, oh, here comes BK. And I'm like, oh, I was embarrassed, man. Right. And I was a bad kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those kids who just act on impulse. And so I went home. I took scissors and a knife. I cut oh, them all up. And I yeah. threw the shreds of the shoes on the floor. Yeah. And I thought I was going to press my mom and dad. They're going to be like, all right, we get you some new shoes. But no, no, yeah, it doesn't work. No, like that that yeah. ended right there. Yeah. Then buying me sneakers ever again ended right there. Mm. And so whenever I, I need some shoes, my dad is like, go get a job. Mm. It's, it's all I ever mm. go get a job. Go get a job. <laughs> right. So 13 year old me goes yeah. over to the grocery store in the neighborhood, lies a little bit about how old I am. Right. Not bad at you. <laughs> hey, how old are you? 16? I, I swear, 16. <laughs> I go in and I get a job and I work that entire summer in a grocery store and I make that money. I get injured at that grocery store. I bleed trying to get that money. All mm -hmm. I can focus on is on those J3 True Blues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird shoe too for Chicago, right? Because we're all black and red and Mike's right. got the black and red pair. But right. as a kid, I go into the Fox Valley Mall Mm -hmm. And I see a blue pair and it blows my mind. I've never mm -hmm. seen it. I don't know anyone who's ever worn it. Yeah. This might be the most exclusive sneaker in the world. I right. need it. Right. Right. I was work all summer, dude. <laughs> all summer. You know that feeling too, when you're like, I just can walk out of here any second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I've, I've done it a couple of times. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what kept me coming back though. Wow. I wanted it. And I knew that this was one of those times where I had to do something for me. If I want to be in this, I got to earn it. Mm -hmm. So I worked that entire summer. I got that fat paycheck. I got all my money. I get my parents to take me to the mall, mm -hmm. walk in and those shoes are gone. Mm -hmm. Man, nobody told 13 year old me about supply and demand. That's right. <laughs> nobody told me that if you work super hard for something, you still might take it out. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody told me this. And I had that money sitting in my pocket. I didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. I'm hitting up all the malls and I walk into a store and I find a pair of fire red force. Woo. So, you know, that money's gone, like gone. Yeah. yeah. And I'm walking around my fire red force, but in my heart, I'm thinking, mm. <laughs> you know, that it's not that buyer's remorse either. It's just that 
it set something in me right away that I'll yeah. never be able to finish what I'm looking for. Yep. That, that you hunt. know that feeling? Yeah. That hunt. And it burned in me. I didn't know what that meant then, but it burned in me. Mm-hmm. I didn't treat this pair the best. I took a marker to it. I ended up coloring them. Mm-hmm. I eventually popped one of the insoles like running. Yeah. I lost one of the pairs on a canoe trip in a river. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me walking in a river. What's you on? What's yeah, you on? Yeah. Like, one fire red or two. Mud for, no, it's right. gone, man. Right, right. But it set up something, and there was always more Jordans after that. Fives yeah. came quick. Six came after that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, man. Avalanche of sneakers, culture, yeah. lifestyle, yeah. all of them. Never forgetting about these. Mm-hmm. Never forgetting about these. And you know that these just never came back out. Yeah. Took all while. those releases, all those drops, all those times, these guys never saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. 30 years goes by. Wow. 30 years, bro. 30 years for a sneaker to come out just with that. Yes. For young me as a kid mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. say, I finally have something after all these years, after all the blood, sweat, and tears, after all the searching to be able to get a pair. And when they first came out, I took the L. Yeah. You know, just like it's how it goes. That you could think of, yeah. And I was at a place where I was like, I don't know about sneakers right now. I have a lot of their life stuff going on, and my wife is just like, buy those sneakers. Mm. You know, you don't live long enough sometimes for her to want something. If you've been searching mm. after all this time, get yeah. it. And as soon as those sneakers are in my hand, it was like transformation, man. Yes, sir. Like full sneaker had born. Yeah, it's almost like for the first time I understood how to speak sneaker. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah. So then last year when these came out, this was another one. Like, mm-hmm. I got to get these back in rotation. I got to treat these right. I got to yeah. love these. I got to show these the respect. Yeah. Because these are the first. Yeah. Yeah. These were the ones that I searched for. So mm-hmm. these two sneakers together, the Fire Red 4, the True Blue 3, that's my sneaker story. I love that story, man. I you know, love that story. Go thank ahead, you. Bro. Yeah. I was just, it, it, it encapsulates everything that we have in this culture. Yeah. Sacrifice, work, not yeah. understanding what you're doing, acting mm-hmm. impulsively with emotions, patience, pulling it down, searching for it. Mm-hmm. After I get this, I show my love for it. And that's when Nike comes and says, hey, you want to talk about it in front of the Union Center or United talk Center in Chicago? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Go for it. <laughs> do you, you're going to ask me. Yeah. Come to Chicago and talk about Mike and shoot. Ah, I'm done. <laughs> Dude. I don't know yeah. what other honor they could ask me. Well, I mean, ask me to right. do a sneak. But you yeah, know what? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so you've never seen somebody act more excited than I was at that day. I'm running around. I'm like, Woo, taking shots. <laughs> um, it's a pinnacle to be yeah. recognized by something that you put all your hope and effort into. Yeah. Yeah. The true blues, man. Like I always say, this is the sneaker that started my journey. And now I'm going to walk in. So cheers, man. Cheers. Look, cheers, bro. Listen I, <laughs> listen, I love that story. I'm so happy you told this audience that story because to me, you know, this show has always been a little different, you know, because again, it's about the art of sneaker culture. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, we made the documentary about it. A lot of people kind of thrown by that, you know, the art of sneaker culture. What does it mean? But that's oh, yeah. right there. Like, you know, for us, when we look at these things, we see something different, you know, and you were talking about like treating your shoes right, right? Treating, just treating, and it goes, you yeah. know, to me, it goes beyond like just treating your stuff right, right? Yeah. Like, you know, recognizing the value in things. You couldn't always afford this stuff, right? Everybody has the same, yeah. you know, I've got my knockoff Payless sneakers back in the day. I've had to go work to go get a pair of sneakers, and then I wanted to hunt those things down. Sure. As, oh, because it's like, again, it means something to you. It's Sneaker Mojo. It's something you mentioned before. <laughs> sneaker Mojo. Yeah. Talk to me about sneaker mojo. What does that mean? All right. It's my philosophy. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of sneaker philosophies, but this is one. It it doesn't just fit for sneakers. It's really whenever you're inside of a culture, you are setting up certain, I don't know, you can call it determinism or fate or whatever strand you want to put into it. But when you are in it and you love it, the actions Mm -hmm. you take are going to have results in the things that come next. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have found that sometimes I got a sneaker I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. Ooh, just fell in my hands. Champ says, yeah. here you go. Here's a pair of Yeezy Clays, 350s. I'm looking. Okay, it's a cool sneaker, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got it in my hand, boom, it was gone. I moved right. it. Right. I moved it. I'm like, I'm going right. to take this money and run. What am I? And I swear, no Yeezy hits for like six months. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And I'm back here like, mm-hmm. all right, I tested fate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's only one side. I think the other side of the mo- sneaker mojo is, is, is silly sounding too, but each of the sneakers back here, when they're put together and they're going to put in the box, I like to think that they like have hopes and dreams. It's like Toy you Story. Yeah. yeah, it's like that one pairs back there. And they're like, oh, I'm going to add them. I know I'm going to add them. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And then when you open it up, he's like, yes. Yep. Here. And then when you put it on, he's in his full glory. Mm-hmm. And he's calling out to his other sneaker buddies. Oh, this is the place to be. <laughs> And that's sneaker mojo. You know what I mean? I do. It's, 
telling these stories helps more of them come to us. Yeah. So some people are like, oh, you're lucky. No, I'm just here literally trying to be the vessel to help some of these stories move through and more of yeah. them come to me. Yeah. That That's the cool thing about it, you know, that there's stories in it. You know, every pair I look at right there, there's 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 a story about the design and the art behind yeah. it and the artist that does that created it, right? But yeah. there's also the story that you create when you wear them, when you do things in them, when you when you where you traveled with them more, you know, even like oh, your fire yeah. is like you, you know, you lost one and you know, on a on a canoe or whatever you were on. That's a story, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I think is the coolest part about just being involved in any culture, you know, whether, whether it's nigga culture or whether you, you know, whether you, you collect wine, you, you know, anything you do, sure. there's the story and then there's the mojo behind it. It's again, I love that just treating things right. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a really valuable lesson just for life. You know what I mean? About yeah. treating people right, treating your stuff right, treating yourself right. And when you do that, good things happen, you know, and that yeah. goes to even yeah. something as simple as our sneakers. You know what I mean? I love it. I wish I could say I treat my card the same way. But. Yeah, well, you know, there's gonna be some things you go look. We we can't we can't bat a thousand, right? We're gonna try, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try. Um, before I, I, I wrap up, man, and 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 Josh, I, I gotta I gotta have you back on, man. I I, I oh, really anytime, hope anytime. to have you back on the show. Um, again, we we've been kind of teasing it, but just you know the 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 visual piece, right? We like these things because they look good. They make us feel good when sure. we see them. You know, I have art pieces around me. I love art. I am an yeah. artist. Um, talk to me about how, or do you believe that sneakers are wearable art? And if you do kind of just explain your feelings sure. on that. Sure. Uh, I grabbed uh, one sneaker. It's a sure. recent pickup, but I think mm -hmm. it's one of the best examples of how sneakers can take wearability, functional and mm -hmm. art. Okay. And it's a pair of bacons. Oh God. I love that sneaker, man. And, yeah. and this is a classic Nike sneaker in every way. Mm -hmm. It's got heritage. It's got legacy. This shoe came out a long time ago to honor a sneaker designer mm -hmm. who went out of his way to make the shoe look like a piece of meat. That's right. That's right. And on the surface, if you, someone tells you, oh, I got a pair of shoes that looks like a piece of meat, that, that doesn't sound appealing. Right. And then you look and you see exactly what he did to mm -hmm. make this look like a pair of bacons. Yeah. Uh, like a piece of bacon. Yeah. The subtlety, the work, the idea. And that may not be as fancy as say taking a life portrait and putting it up but you are mm -hmm. taking materials and design elements that are put together for a running sneaker yeah and you're going to find a way to tell a, a story using uh, materials yeah that, that takes a pure artist to be able to put that all together and be able to do that absolutely and i think when you get something like this it makes you want to wear it even mm -hmm. more because mm -hmm. you want to help tell that story now i ain't trying to walk around being all day like i love bacon right yeah, yeah <laughs> i mean i yeah. love bacon who doesn't but that's <laughs> right. not the reason why i'm repping it. i'm repping it because mm. of that legacy that history that story of what mm. these sneakers can be yeah and then i have bought sneakers in the past purely for the idea of putting them on the wall mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i have a pair of uh i, I talked about them before but adidas blondies it's a yeah. see-through translucent adidas mm -hmm. superstar mm -hmm. there's no way in real life i'm I need to rewear this shoe. Right, right. I have. I put some bright socks on. I work to school. Let the kids yeah. like, ah, look at you. Right. But I right. really bought it to put LED lights in there because I knew as soon as I awesome. saw that sneaker, that's awesome. a sneaker art piece. Awesome. And then a side thing that I've noticed with a lot of us is we're starting to build out these huge sneaker rooms. Yeah. And so a lot of times culture and art are going to be on the wall, not necessarily on our feet. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, the best sneakers, the art sneakers, the unions, the uh, Sakai's, the ones like that, yeah, 
wear them, wear them, wear them, wear them, put creases in them, put dirt on them, tell those stories. Those aren't the shoes that we should be hoarding, putting away. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much for saying that. That's just like a perfect way to end it because sneakers are meant to be worn. They are wearable art. And then when they get, I I say a little character in them, you know what I mean? Like, you know, my my true blues, they've got plenty of character. Nicks and scars. I had my Olympic sevens um, on my last episode. I haven't worn them in a long time, but the nine is like coming off and all of a sudden I patted a little dust came off, but that's okay because again, I'm going to figure out a way to wear those things. So again, I really appreciate you for saying that. Like, And that's what I want from meeting other sneaker people. Mm -hmm. When I run into you and see those true blues, I want to know what happened to get that stain on there. There's got to be a story there. Tell me that. Yep. And so now I know that you love this, not just represent it. Yep. And we connected over the true blue. See, and that's how that works. That's, yeah. what, that's like anything in any culture. That's the cool part about it, man. Thank you so much for doing this, bro. I, I have to have you back on. Don't Absolutely. be mad if I reach out to you like in a couple no. of weeks and we could have more conversations. Cause Anytime, man. I'm always here. Yeah, I really appreciate what you're doing in the culture. You know, um, I was directly, you know, immediately, you know, just like, you know, I connected with your page. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I think you represent the culture very well because the culture is about feeling good and and, and doing something positive. And you're all about that, bro. Thank you so much. Sharing the love. Thank you, man. No problem. Big shout outs to Josh. Big shout outs to you again for tuning in, man. Again, I'm enjoying this vacation. It's summertime. I hope you're doing the same. I say it every week. Get out there, live life, breathe air, man. Life is short, so you got to get to it, man. You got you to gotta enjoy it while you're here and while you got the opportunity, all right? Again, like I mentioned, next week, we will be breaking down why the resale market in sneakers is starting to dip if not crash, we're going to get into that. It's going to be a really, really cool show. I'm going to try to get a guest or two, but like I mentioned before, I'm rolling solo. If I have to, either way, we're going to have that discussion. And Hey, if you have any ideas or any thoughts on why the sneaker culture is crashing, hit me up. I like to share those, those on air as well. Hit me up a Butler PD at Gmail, or you can hit me up MSR underscore Adam MSR underscore Adam that's my social media. Let's have the discussion because this is really, really interesting. And I think it might be a good thing. I don't want people to go out of business or anything like that. But I think this could be a good thing because people have an opportunity to get their hands on the things that they want. It's always a good thing, right? That's what I think. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. Remember to follow the team, the Up On Game Network, the Up On Game Network, and also the On My Feet Network. Follow them. A lot of dope shows on both platforms. Again, follow me, MSR underscore Adam, MSR underscore Adam, and the Butler Dated Podcast on all podcasting platforms and, of course, on TikTok. Remember to mind your mental health, people. Mind your mental health. Remember to mind your physical health. And always continue to be great. My body. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.